Welcome everybody to our new episode uh, of the Galileo 3 podcast. This week we will review Charlie X. Um, yeah, and we meet Charlie Evans in this episode. And yeah, how are you, Sid, today? I am doing pretty well, just feeling pretty free after all my midterms last week and yeah. just crazy life events. Um, glad yeah. to be back to recording this and I hope Great, everybody yeah. continues to like it and definitely let us know how we're doing. We definitely have fun doing that for you. Yes, we do. With that being said, Roman, how has your day been? Yeah, my day's been pretty good so far. It's pretty late in the day, so yeah, but all in all, it's pretty good. That's good. Um, our episode today is Charlie X, but before that, let's find out my dessert of the week. Yes. <laughs> Well, alright guys, here's my dessert of the week. This is in a little glass cup. It is called tiramisu, chocolate tiramisu. There's so many good different things about this dessert. Wow, I mean, there's like chocolate fudge in there. It's like, I don't even know really how to describe it. Just go look it up. It's like got chocolate. It's almost like a parfait but with like chocolate and fudge and little like cream in between them I don't know it's almost like a layer cake but like sort of a puddingish layer cakeish thing I don't know how to describe it but it's good in the episode Charlie X the Enterprise meets with the cargo vessel Antares to take the 17 year old Charlie Evans on board Charlie was living on the planet Thesis for 14 years after his ship crashed there when he was just three years old. The Enterprise should take Charlie to Colony Alpha 5, where his only relatives are. But during this flight, the Enterprise crew discovers that Charlie has in fact psychological powers that he uses to get rid of people who are unfriendly to him. And yeah. Eventually, Charlie is returned to the Thasians. And yeah, that was my very short summary of the episode Charlie X. Yay. <laughs> so in the first scene, we see the Enterprise beside the cargo vessel Antares. Yes. Now, I don't remember ever hearing about that vessel again, but we will find out why later. <laughs> um, we see Captain Kirk's first green shirt appearance. Yes, I've written down that as well. He heads to the transporter room. To meet yes. um, with the captain of the Antares and his, uh -huh. uh, yeah. What is it? His with, navigator, right? Yeah, his navigator, Tom Nellis, and the captain is Captain Raymart. Raymart. Yeah, they beam in and yeah, uh, together and with with Charlie Evans. Uh huh. Do you did you notice that their little insignias on the shirt? It looks like a little yes. like silver yeah. fortune cookie or something with like a bean does, shape. Yeah. A whole thing in the middle and then even a tiny star in the middle of that like i wonder if that's oh. like a special insignia for like cargo vessels or something i don't know maybe? yeah that could be yeah totally mm -hmm. so um charlie beams over with his silver bag looks pretty futuristic right. yeah, to say the least <laughs> <laughs> and he first tries to use his powers but mm -hmm. um he can't because he's interrupted so True, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just this then, thing with the eyes and, you know. Yeah. Later. <laughs> His little frown yeah. and, like, yeah. <laughs> violent glare. Mm -hmm. So, then Charlie, his first line, um, he asks how many people are on the ship. How many people are on the ship? Yeah. How do many you know? humans <laughs> like me on the ship? Yeah. <laughs> how and, many do you, how many it, humans are on the ship? Kirk answers that with, um, there are 428 people on the 420. ship. 420. That's significantly less than the Enterprise D. Yeah, <laughs> but the Enterprise D is a lot larger than... Exactly. Plus, it carries civilians. By the way, fun fact, um, the Enterprise D has 42 decks. Oh, wow. Yeah. The that's, the, wow, that's huge. <laughs> this Enterprise has half the amount of that. Like 20, oh, okay. 21. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, 
Charlie keeps interrupting Kirk, Raymond, and Nellis as they speak. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and Kirk says that's considered wrong. And yeah. so Charlie I wonder why. Uh, learn. Yeah. Believe, yeah. Probably. Whenever. Yeah. Um, whenever Kirk um, tells Charlie, like, quit interrupting, that's, that's pretty rude. Mm -hmm. I wonder uh, what stopped. Um, Charlie from getting mad at Kirk right there, like just making him go away or something. <laughs> uh, we learned that later in the episode why he can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so I guess that's the foundation that Kirk's gonna be Charlie's role model. <laughs> yeah. Later on in the episode. So um, Charlie heads for the doors of the uh, transporter room and is kind of surprised and startled by them. <laughs> Yeah, he just they open and he's, he's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what, what? Yeah, yeah. Hold up. But did they not have that on, have those doors on the cargo vessel? I was wondering that, yeah. I don't know. Like, huh, yeah. That should be, um, these doors should be pretty common in 23rd century. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. Um, but, but he lived on uh, faces for uh, yeah. 14 years, so. Yeah. They probably not don't really have that there. So, right. um, um, I love how uh, Jim shakes their hands yeah. as they get there, like, and as they leave. It shows that we haven't lost our decency oh, yeah. in the future. Should I say common courtesy, really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, just simple little gesture just goes so far. Yeah. This holds on to the 23rd century, yeah. So, mm -hmm. Yum Ran enters transporter room <laughs> and charlie asks an yeah quite <laughs> awkward question is that a girl <laughs> he says, is that a girl <laughs> kirk yeah. he's just like that's a girl <laughs> so they leave and uh yeah that's where the intro comes in mm -hmm. quite a short teaser nevertheless yeah. hilarious and informative <laughs> yeah of course that's it all right so Inside the Enterprise, Bones is giving Charlie a physical, and it seems like uh, we and we learned that he's perfectly healthy despite for being alone for yeah. 14 years on the planet. 14 That's years with crazy and some crash there, yeah. Yeah, and Bones has got to be like, wow. <laughs> he's he's even he's, like uh, after yeah. after he gets finished with his physical, Bones says the truest statement. <laughs> he says, "Captain Kirk is one of a kind, Charlie." Yeah. <laughs> He is. That's true statement right there. Yeah. So, mm, by the way, fun fact about these uh, medical monitors. We see them like, oh, yes. I think for the first time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, these were actually operated by people standing behind them with like sliders and something. Oh, for real? Yeah. That is so cool. I didn't know that. I want yeah. one of those so bad. I yeah. One of those. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then Charlie tells Bones that he always tries to make people like him, which is quite understandable. Mm -hmm. I think everyone um, wants people to like um, them. Yeah. Right. Um, but we learned how old Charlie is. He's 17. Yeah, he's 17, but he was exactly played my by... Age. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Um, but he was played uh, actually by Robert Walker Jr., who sadly passed away um mm. uh, recently um but he oh, was 26 oh. at the time 26 yes. yes wow he does not look 26 that's right yeah you're kidding mm. wow yeah 26 that blows my mind yeah huh. so bones tells charlie let's go find your quarters but then he disappears in the next scene. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Charlie's just yes. wandering around the Enterprise alone. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Charlie wanders around the corridors of the Enterprise. And um, I love this mu music that plays while he um, yes. goes through the corridors and watches these two people um, lowering down this tube in the hall. Uh, yeah. He's just so happy, just looking around. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I would be happy too if I was just looking around the Enterprise. Oh yes, I would <laughs> never want to leave the Enterprise if I right? to be there, yeah. For real. Um, and he eventually finds Janice, 
and presents her with a little green container. <laughs> mm, yeah, which is like a um, perfume, I think. Yeah, it's never mentioned what it is, yeah. but it seems like a little type of perfume or cosmetic yeah. thing or something. Um, mm. And she's in a hurry, but she wonders, like, how in the heck he found her favorite? Yeah. Since she knows it's not sold in the ship's stores. Um, isn't that... That funny though. I don't remember hearing about the ship stores again. Do you? Like no. I don't ship stores ever. I, I never. No. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um. So um. Earlier scene, uh, we see these two guys. Uh, mm -hmm. Through the Jeffrey's tubes, mm -hmm. which uh, were not called uh, that at the time, but they were later named that. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, we see one guy <laughs> slapping <laughs> the other, and yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I love that scene. Yeah. He, Charlie got like he was like so confused, but he's like, okay. <laughs> and later he tries that on Janice, which is oh boy, yeah, <laughs> not a good idea. <laughs> not a good idea. That's what Janice she, tells him right away. Yeah. Uh huh. She she realizes that Charlie doesn't know better, but she's just like so angry. <laughs> yeah, I would understand that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. She feels somewhat awkward explaining it to Charlie, so she puts the duty on Captain Kirk yeah. from Bones. <laughs> I was just oh like, God, yeah. Um. I just laughed so hard at that part. <laughs> So, um, back to the bridge. We got our first Spock and uh, Bones banter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> those are literally the best. <laughs> yeah, those are the best. Um, so. See, Spock obviously feels majorly superior to Bones and yeah, questions yeah. Bones' foundation of his argument, scientific or emotional. <laughs> mm -hmm. Jim just smiles and lets them argue it out. Yeah, and McCoy... He's like, yeah, <laughs> and Bones suggests that uh, um, Kirk is perfect father image for for Charlie, <laughs> yeah. and he is, he is. See the yeah, hundred percent is. Yeah. I know. Mm, so, oh, next is this wonderful rec room scene. Where, yes. Where Spock plays his Vulcan lute. Yes. And he smiles again <laughs> while he plays. Yes. Um, do you know what um, deck the rec room is located? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I know the main deck is deck five where Kirk's quarters are, and but the rec room uh, is it ever mentioned? It is. Yeah. Earlier on, it was mentioned to be on room six on deck three. Ooh, deck three. Room six. Central. Deck three, yeah. Um, yeah. So. so we go back in there and where Spock is just in the background smirking and <laughs> <laughs> playing his little Vulcan lute. Yeah. And uh, Yuhura sings Michelle Nichols, wonderful actress. And, yes, um, I love this her, part. Yeah. This song she sings. I love that so much. And then Charlie enters and <laughs> Yuhura switches to a song about Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Charlie apparently does not like that. So, I don't know why. He gets so mad. <laughs> yeah. He mutes uh, Spock's instrument and Yuhura's voice. <laughs> but is, isn't this the first time that he uses his um powers on the enterprise yes it is yeah oh no it's not the first time um i think time. he uses uh, these powers when he presents uh, this present to oh Venice. right yeah he presents it ah yeah forget about that part yeah um so then charlie uh plays cards he Janice. decides to do his little card trick. Card and trick, turns, yeah. He turns <laughs> a jack. He also, 
where he probably also uses his powers because that's not possible, <laughs> yeah. I think. Right. Um, he turns a jack, a king, and a queen into pictures of Janice. Yeah. And um, everyone Janice. crowds around him, and then he changes them back to yeah. the original jack, king, and queen. And I don't know about you, but I'd be very creeped out if someone changed three yes. cards into a picture of me. Of course, yeah. It's <laughs> obvious. Like, obvious. <laughs> it's obvious by now that Charlie probably right? has a crush on um, Janice. Yeah, Hitch. definitely. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. So after the next trick of Charlie's, we change to a new scene where Captain Kirk is talking about Thanksgiving. Yes. I, I just love this part, like. We know that they still celebrate these holidays even in the future. And yeah, um, I just Thanksgiving is coming up for you. That. Yes, November twenty sixth. Yes. <laughs> yes, can't oh. wait for that. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so uh, Kirk says, "On Earth today is Thanksgiving. The crew has to eat synthetic meatloaf. I wanted to look like turkey." Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and by the way, um, we hear the voice of the chef of the Enterprise uh, later. Oh, yeah. True. But I had to do you know that. by whom this chef was voiced? Um, I don't. By Gene Roddenberry himself. Oh, really? Yes. It's his Wait, first, I did not know that. It's his only um voice acting in Star Trek. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a historical moment. Yes, it is, yeah. <laughs> I never knew that. I never even heard of that. Wow. It's Gene Roddenberry, that's yeah. Neat. Huh. Oh, that's awesome. So whenever um Charlie runs into Jim, Charlie finally has the chance to ask why he shouldn't just go slapping girls. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> but um he doesn't know how to properly ask. And ever mm. so sarcastic, Jim suggests yeah. Charlie to say it right out. That usually works. <laughs> yeah. Charlie's like, you don't quite understand. <laughs> and so Charlie just physically shows him <laughs> what he did to Janice. And Jim places his hands on his hips in surprise yeah. and like immediate panic shows on his face as he realized mm. he has to show or explain. Why Charlie should not do this. <laughs> mm, yeah. He's like, oh no, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, um, we next. <laughs> Kirk is ordered to the bridge and Captain Raymart is on D channel. Do you know what D channel mean, means? I don't know. I don't know that was, either. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the. Did they mention this again or a different channel somewhere later in this episode? Um, I couldn't find anything about that. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. You're going to have to look that up. If somebody knows, let us know on our Instagram or Twitter. Curious about that. Twitter. Yeah, of course. So, oh, right. This next one is a pretty cool scene. Um, and uh, where Kirk enters the turbo lift. In his green, uh, in his golden shirt, and he comes out yes. on the bridge in his uh, green tunic. Yeah, I love that shirt of his so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, they discover that the Antares was destroyed. Oh right! In the next scene, Captain Raymark yes. tries to warn Kirk of something, but he gets cut off after the camera shows um, yeah. Charlie frowning. Yes, he does his little. <laughs> my little frown and glare he's like <laughs> and then Spock scans and realizes the Antares Captain Raymark's vessel is destroyed Jim looks at Charlie in suspicion but someone over the intercom explains that um, yeah. he put meatloaves in the oven yet they right. are real turkeys in there now um, yeah that's um, <laughs> that's June Ronberry <laughs> Yes. Like yeah. Oh, true. Yes. Yeah. I need to go back and watch this. I need yeah, to hear his voice do. again. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how he says the oven, the oven. <laughs> rather than like a replicator or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, um, but I love how like Charlie just like laughs at that and then leaves. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was so funny. 
we're at this um, scene where Kirk plays 3D chess against Spock. Yeah, I love 3D chess so him. much. I would never have um, yep. guessed that he would uh, do Spock. <laughs> Yes, which is so logical and right. In the next scene, uh, Charlie takes on Spock in 3D chess, mm -hmm. and he fails miserably. Spock defeats him in like um, three turns. Yes, but yeah. before that part, um, before Charlie starts playing Spock, I love how Jim, whenever he's playing um, Spock in 3D chess. I love how he thinks for one minute and then moves a piece, therefore checkmating Spock. Yeah. Spock says the best thing ever. He says, your logical approach to chess does have his advantages on occasion, Captain. And then I love how Jim responds. He's like, I prefer to call it inspired. <laughs> inspired, yeah. He's just so, I don't know, it's like so Jim of him. Yeah. It's so quick. Um, yeah. So back to Charlie and Spock's game. Yeah. Charlie gets so mad as after He's, he loses yeah. and, and Spock exits. Mm -hmm. And he melts. All he his does, yeah. Own, his own pieces, yeah. Right? All he does is frown and burn the white chess pieces to a crisp. Mm -hmm. Like, you yeah. gotta wonder what's up with this kid. <laughs> Like, is he good? Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't think he is. <laughs> no, he is probably not. So yeah. in the next scene, Janice <laughs> tries to hook up Charlie with Tina Lawton. <laughs> Sorry, a little water break there. Yeah, yeah, that is so funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he just he shows no interest He's whatsoever. not interested in her. He's only interested in Janice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Only Janice. So Kirk orders Charlie in his quarters for, for a little talk. Um, after this little talk in Kirk's quarters, they head for the gymnasium of the ship. Uh, actually, the first time we ever see that, and the only time we ever see that. Oh, right. So, yeah. And yeah, now we're halfway through the episode, and that means it's time for your quiz corner, Sid. Yes, my quiz corner. So, question number one. All right. How many times... In the teaser, does Charlie interrupt the captain and navigator? Oh, that's a very question. hard one. Yeah, it's hard. Um, How many for... times in the teaser does Charlie interrupt the captains and the navigator? Oh, I have to guess. I would think two times. Two times? Is that two. your final answer? Two times, yeah. There's a bonus if you get, or if you tell me what exactly he said Ooh. in the interruption. All right. Um, that's pretty hard. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. All right. All right. So his the answer is three in all. Ooh. One. When he asks how many humans are like him on the ship. Mm. Yeah. Two, when he ponders out loud that there are hundreds, all humans like me. Mm. Yes. And three, when he asks to see your ship now, all of it, the people and everything. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That was level hard. But yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> you were Second. close. You were very close. <laughs> okay. So... Quiz two of my yes. quiz corner. The question is, this is the first of how many Star Trek, the original series episodes that takes place 100% on the Enterprise? Oh, I didn't notice that. It's, um, I have to guess that. Um, is, it, is it the only one? It is not the only one, actually. There's the quite a one. few. I was actually surprised. Okay. I think... Um, oh, I remember one... Um, Naming the, them as bonus points. <laughs> the Enemy Within is uh, definitely 100% on the yes. Enterprise. No. <laughs> no? It's 
not. No, I thought it was. No, I think that one was one that was taken on the Enterprise and on another ship. I don't know which. I think... Ah, right. It's uh, it's taking place on this planet where Kirk beams. Yes. From. So it's up. not solely on the Enterprise. Okay. But which yeah, ones are mostly, taking place a hundred percent on the Enterprise? I don't know. Um, I have to guess maybe ten. Ten. That's actually pretty close. Yeah. So the answer is six. Six. Okay. One is the changeling. Ah, right. Two yes. is the journey to journey to Babel. Where'd it go? Journey, right? Yeah. Journey to Babel, and then three is Elon of Torias. Ah. Four is is there, in truth, no beauty, mm. and the last one six. I think I just counted wrong. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let that be your last battlefield. Ah, right. Yes, of course. Though we see um, this planet in uh, let that be your last battlefield. See that quickly. Very briefly. True. Yeah. Okay, hold up. I just counted wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're good. I'm so confused. Okay, then I guess it's five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, five and all. Five. How all many right. of you guessed that? That was like yeah. a shady question. Let us question. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know how yeah. many of you guessed my shady question. Quiz three. Which famous writer slash producer claimed that this episode won him over? Ooh. Which famous writer slash producer claimed that this episode won him over? Actually, I have no idea who could who that could be. It's a writer producer of another Star Trek um, show. Another Michael Pillar? No. No. That one's close. Uh, I don't know. It's Ira Steven. Uh, I, I never know how to say his Ira last Steve, name. Ira Steven Bear? Ira Steven Bear? Bear. Something bear. Like that. Yeah, Bear. Bear. <laughs> I think something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I should know yeah. that. But um, That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. The Deep Space Nine writer, producer. Yes. All right. So, that wraps up my three questions of the Galileo yeah. 3 quiz corner. Um, <laughs> Let us know how many of those that you knew, and if they're too hard, let me know. <laughs> I'll try to make them a little easier yes. <laughs> or more guessable. <laughs> so, next, Charlie and Kirk enter the gym of the yes, ship. The physical training room is what they call mm -hmm. it, actually. Yes, and we see two duelists there in the back um, fighting with these. They Almost Long remind me of red poles. Yeah, of of Vulcan Leopards. True. They remind me of that. Yeah. I was thinking they look like the jujitsu. Mm, yeah. Um, little things too seen in the so. next generation. Um. And then next we see the three girls. Um, yeah. One yeah. doing a front handspring. Actually, two doing a front handspring, and then the third doing um a cartwheel or. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how to call that, but front hand spring that's a good <laughs> Yeah. That's a good uh, description of that. Um yeah. And then, then of course we see shirtless Jim. Yeah, of course, <laughs> Just, for the first time. We he's gotta have a shirt <laughs> Many off. more times to come that. Yeah. Oh many, many more. <laughs> many more. And yeah. So he's falling backwards. Kirk teaches Charlie Judo. Judo what they do there. Oh really? Yeah, is that what it's that's called? actually judo. Yeah, I've um, oh, okay. I've done that a couple times myself. It's oh, actually really? quite funny. Huh. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty neat. Huh. It's hard. Uh, so Kirk teaches Charlie to fall properly, and this mm -hmm. shoulder roll. Yeah, but Charlie does not want to do that, but he wants to fight himself. So right. Kirk. Um, yeah, Kirk. I love it whenever. Um, Jim, I love how encouraging Jim is, mm. right? Like, he, yeah. whenever Charlie tries it for the first time, Jim, he helps him up. He's like, it, 
um, he's like, everything else, like everything else, it takes practice and helps him up. Like, what a good, like, captain. Like, what a good mm-hmm. mentor. Like, yeah. it's just encouraging, but not like, not like, like, fake. Like, oh, you can do this or something. Not like fake or something, you know, just, just like, you know, a good mentor and stuff. So yeah. I really appreciate that, Captain Kirk. So, um, then Charlie watches Sam and Kirk fight. Um, actually, and Kirk and Sam show us two judo throws, which actually exist in real life. Um, the oh, first one is called Osotogari, and the first one, uh, okay. the second one is called Tomonage. Yeah. Huh, you literally actually have the names. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, anyone out there who's interested in judo will probably correct us or not <laughs> if we're right. wrong but yeah well we tried <laughs> we tried yes then charlie tries to fight against kirk but is uh, Poor defeated guy. yeah and thrown to it's the ground like after yeah after an intense little music scene yeah, yeah. um so sam laughs, takes charlie down sam laughs at uh, charlie <laughs> And we first... Oh, bad idea, Sam. <laughs> yeah, bad idea to upset Charlie. And yeah, Sam is uh, disappearing. Disappears. Kirk, like, he just immediately stops smirking. And he just looks mm. down at Charlie. He's yeah. like... But he handles this in an odd way, in my opinion. Because does, yes. um, when Charlie stands up... Out. Yeah. yeah, I know, exactly. Yes. Kirk, he, what he does... Is he's just getting giving him the parental glare, like mm. while his hands are on his hips, he's like, yeah. "Oh, Tommy, why did you do that?" <laughs> but if it was me, I'd be like, "Uh, no, you just made a guy vanish. <laughs> like, you where did, did he go? Yeah. How did you do it? What is happening right now?" Mm. <laughs> I'd be like totally flipping out. Jim's over there, like, "No dessert after supper." <laughs> he just looks like oh, so that's... much like a parent. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst, not, like, yeah. Flipping out or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> it's like he confines him to his quarters. Yes. But um, then this two uh, security guys come in. Did you notice that they were wearing different color pants? Oh, right. The guy on the yes. left. He let's see. Did. The guy on the left was wearing black pants, and the guy on the right is wearing like navy blue pants. Oh no, I. I didn't notice that, yeah. I was like, dress code, sir. <laughs> Go change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, then they are thrown to Char- uh, by Charlie on the ground as well. And mm-hmm. as this one guy points his phaser at Charlie, he makes this disappear as well. Yeah. Mm. And Kirk's only confining Charlie to his quarters which yeah. is very mild in my opinion is, yeah. but i think it's the right call yeah. you know because if he would have done anything else like put him in the brig or something charlie definitely mm. would have been like yeah. no and they later try that but we find out mm-hmm. later right. what happens then mm-hmm. so. and the red shirts take note yeah <laughs> they're the ones getting <laughs> pushed that was, around that was close yeah <laughs> But they not actually quite not, a death. not not quite not, not quite a death. But I don't know close. if uh, Sam wears a red shirt, but probably <laughs> true. <did. laughs> but he's not dead, so <laughs> so then Yuhura calls over intercom um, mm-hmm. and says that all the weapons and phasers have disappeared from the weapon storage. Yes. Not just the ones in the guy's security, yeah. or in the security guy's hand, but all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Which would pretty, pre- be pretty alarming. Mm-hmm. So, in the next scene, we get to see the briefing room where Kirk, Spock, and Bones meet and discuss about Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Spock uh, mentions that the Thasians uh, can transmute objects and render objects invisible. So... But, and um, yeah, they figure out that Charlie has these powers as well. So uh, Spock's explaining the Thasians, um, according to their records, they're able to move or cause objects to vanish. But everyone yeah. thought the 
his belief was a legend, right? Oh, um, yeah. And then Bones, he decided there's no way Charlie is a Thasian, Thasian <laughs> because um, his fingers and toes match up. Mm-hmm. I love how he says yeah. fingers and toes. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh. Growth of his fingers and toes, yeah. Yeah. Um, they match up to the humans' present development. And for once, Spock agrees with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no way. Yes. <laughs> They're never in agreement. <laughs> yeah, then um, then Charlie comes in and he admits that he is responsible for the destruction of the Antares. Yeah. Um, he said he then, um, made some plate, ventilation plate or something like uh, vanish. And he, so. said, he said he made a warped baffle plate ah, right, go yes. away. <laughs> go away. I like it. Or he said go since away. <laughs> yeah right since it would he said it would have blown up yeah anyways. anyways yeah anyways so um man that's that's awful <laughs> yeah i mean how could he he tried to justify his actions like by claiming that they weren't nice to him mm. but then jim he asked the real question here he's like what about us charlie yeah. um Charlie just like he just looked. I said Charp. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie just simply says, "I don't know," and then leaves. And then of course there's Mr. Doom Spock who states oh, yeah. how they're in the hands of an adolescent. <laughs> like Spock, thanks for making us all feel better. <laughs> yeah, Spock. <laughs> then yeah. here comes the craziness, right? Everything starts going. <laughs> go south from here <laughs> yeah in the next scene kirk and spock enter the bridge um and kirk orders to raise colony five um yeah then we see uh uhura is thrown on the floor by an explosion coming from her from a console and yes right, and she gets her second degree burns yes poor uhura <laughs> yeah pretty intense yeah um so they they try to change course, but nothing on the bridge is responding. And yeah, then uh, we get a pretty cool scene. I love that scene where um, Spock tries to scan, but is interrupted by Charlie coming yes. onto the bridge, and uh, then he cites from three poems. <laughs> yes, those are the best. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to, the... <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to, he's like, trying to, tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest <laughs> of the night. I love that. Yes. It's actually, and they're like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. You good? <laughs> it's actually, um, The Tiger by William Blake. <laughs> this poem really exists. Yes. Actually, oh, for real? Yeah. They used three poems in that scene. First, Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright in the Forest of the Night, uh, The Tiger by William Blake. Then, um, Saturn Rings Around My Head, Down a Rope That's Martian Red. And uh, the third one is Once Upon a Midnight Dreary, While I Pondered, Weak and Weary. Yes, and one of them is made up. That's not a real poem. Yeah. That's so cool. I did not know that. You know which poem is made up? Let me think. Is it... The Saturn rings around my head down yes, the road pretty, that's Martian red. Yeah, pretty <laughs> obvious, yeah. The third one, Once Upon a, one upon, once upon a Midnight Dreary, While I Pondered, Weak and Worry, is uh, The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, yeah, okay. You probably know that. My it's mom pretty... was just telling me. I haven't read it yet. My mom was telling me that I should go ahead and read that because yeah, she it's... liked it whenever she was younger. So mm-hmm. I'll go check that out. <laughs> yeah, you should. So Spock does his little poems. <laughs> yeah. He does. And then Charlie's just loving it, smirking yeah. all smug over there in the corner. Yeah. Can we please appreciate um this acting by Leonard Moore? Um it's fantastic, I think, in this part. Yes. yes. It's so convincing. A hundred percent. Yes. Like it like his transition from just talking normally to the bomb mm. is like so yeah. smooth. You're like, it wait, is, what yeah. just happened? <laughs> but it's it's not like too abrupt. It's like so perfect. Mm-hmm, it is, yeah. So um, then <laughs> Bones McCoy enters the bridge <laughs> and is really confused. He's so grouchy. Yeah. He's like, 
he's like, what's going on here? He, he complains. He's like, Spot calls me onto the bridge and then yeah. goes into some kind of poetry. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's so good, yeah. Then Charlie angrily leaves the bridge um, and meets Tina, um, whom she met, uh, whom met Tina. earlier, and turns her into <laughs> an iguana, I, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes, an iguana. Yeah. Or a Tina. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's instantly walking yeah. by. And then... All right, yes. I wonder how conscious she was as an iguana. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, does she, like, literally become an iguana or like did she become herself in an iguana <laughs> we don't know so and then uh, next he or yeah he goes to rand's quarters with a rand's pink quarters, rose yeah. right right because he found out pink was her favorite color <laughs> yeah but he makes a mistake by not knocking actually not knocking manners sir no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah can't stand people with no manners. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, uh, and then Charlie's kind of attacking Janice by. Yeah, you could say that, but uh, he just. Not... Yeah, Anyways. it's an attack. Yeah. <laughs> Poor and Janice. Then, yeah, Janice opens uh, secretly opens the channel to the bridge to let them hear mm -hmm. what As she's in her. Backing what up, is, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, Kirk so rush good... into yeah. <laughs> her quarters, and yeah. But we'll as they enter, but... Charlie is pretty quick by throwing them against this wall, and yeah. and he breaks Spock's legs. Yes, like, that's no, not Spock. Actually, a fun fact about this scene. Um, did you notice that? when he throws Kirk and Spock against this wall, the wall already has a crack in it, like a yeah, hole. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. It was um, from a previous take uh, where Leonard Nimoy hit the wall too forcefully. So it was, yeah, <laughs> really? it was, yes. He's getting into his act in there. He's like, mm -hmm. ah. <laughs> well, that's funny. Huh. I don't know. The outtake is somewhere out there, but. Probably yeah, not. I know. I want to see that one. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that one so bad. Yeah. So then. So, uh, Janice, she slaps Charlie across the face. Yes, um, she does. For throwing them against the wall, and guess what? That made makes her disappear. Charlie so angry that he lets her disappear. Yeah. Surprising. I was actually quite shocked. At, he at made that her part. go away. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. So then um, Kirk and Spock try to trick Charlie and arrest him, but Charlie simply makes the wall disappear, mm -hmm. like the gate, <laughs> <laughs> this forest gate. And, that was so funny. Yeah, and freezes Kirk and Spock right in the middle oh, of the hallway. Right. Yes. Yeah, forgot about that part. But did you notice um, Spock blinks once? <laughs> yes, I did yeah. notice that. Yeah. I noticed, yeah. Those are the things that I noticed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching you. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, so... Yes, then... Oh God, then yes. he goes and terrorizes the rest of the crew. Right. First is um, this crew member that he makes pretty old. It turns the young crew member into an old, old lady. <laughs> yeah. Poor and Ron. then this scene that probably um, haunts many children. <laughs> this one person that uh, comes out of the on the hallway um, without a face. Yes, that was so scary. I was like, oh, was, yes. shoot. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> just um, probably just a sock pulled over the face. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. Yeah. It, oh, it looks like. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird how they did that. Yeah. Pretty, pretty curious. Pretty cool. yeah. <laughs> it is. Then they figure out that Charlie can make people disappear um, that are important to the ship. Yes. Yes. So. But they realize that he does have have a limit. He does have a limit. Yes. So they try to turn on every device. 
on the ship, like every console, every, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, and they try to overtake him and overwhelm so, him. So, yeah, as yeah. they're doing that, and the midst of that struggle, <laughs> mm -hmm. a ship from Thesis appears. Yes. And um, at that point, Charlie gets scared. He's yes. like, oh no. He's like, please no. And so he starts he begging and back, yeah. pleading. Yeah, to stay aboard the Enterprise. He's like, don't let me go. Mm. <laughs> but I want to go with them. Please no. Um, but the Thasians, they restore the Enterprise back to yeah. normal. And they return Janice, thankfully. <laughs> and um, and they, probably the, the Thasians, others. Right, right. Totally, yeah. Return poor Tina back to her normal self. Yeah. <laughs> Give the faces back to the people, and um, the Thasians they they apologize for the loss of the Antares, but um, at least they got to return the Enterprise's crew and, and um, everybody that has disappeared. Um, so they returned. Kirk back his ship fully restored, yes. no more, um, and uh, they say that Charlie has to go back with them because he could never learn to live with humans yes. because of his powers. And he says, unfortunately, that he can't even touch them. That's pretty uh, sad, yeah. It was it was so sad at the very end. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like he's just like, don't let me go, no, <laughs> yeah. no. And then his voice just disappears. Echoes out and he yeah. disappears, yeah. So yeah. And that's um, actually the end of the episode. There's yeah. nothing more that happens. They leave without a word. Pretty depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all felt just because since since he's human, mm. that makes him feel this. Yeah. This awkward pain <laughs> yes. to let him go like that. Um, mm. So pretty, pretty sad end to the episode, but it is, um, yes. <laughs> nevertheless, a good one. <laughs> of course, a good one, yeah. All right. Background yeah. info and trivia by Roman. Yes. Go ahead. I already mentioned um, that the Saturn Rings Around My Head, one of the poems that Spark quotes from, is made up, but actually um the tiger um was actually be replaced by another poem that was um gonna be in the episode instead of the tiger by william blake oh hmm. it goes like this huh. tweedledum and tweedledee agreed to have a battle for tweedledum said tweedledee had spoiled his nice new rattle <laughs> that it was the poem that actually <laughs> Uh, was supposed to be in the episode instead of the tiger. That's funny. I didn't yeah, know. it is. <laughs> Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> and in a later episode, Kirk and Spock actually sing kind of um, yeah. something about that. And yeah. doesn't it, I think Bones mentions it or something. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, from Plato Stepchildren later. Yeah. Third season. Yeah. Uh, yes. And that's basically it. The rest of my <laughs> trivia I've already said during this episode. <laughs> okay, so moving on to our favorite quotes. Yes, Roman, I have a few. What was your favorite? Oh, um, that's pretty hard to decide, actually. But right. I think where Kirk says to the chef, the galley chef of the Enterprise um, on Earth Day Thanksgiving. The crew has to eat synthetic meatloaf. I want it to look like turkey. That's pretty high <laughs> yes. up on my list. Yes. Yes. That was going to be my favorite. But since mm. you stole it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's your second um, <laughs> My second favorite is, um, well, it's got to be um the one from charlie to kirk mm -hmm. that's whenever charlie says 
what what if you care for someone? What what do you do? And Kirk's like, you go slow, you be gentle. I mean, it isn't a way street, you know, how you feel and that's all. That's how the girl feels too. Don't press Charlie. If the girl feels anything for you at all, you'll know it. Yeah. I really like that one. That's, yeah, that's a perfect quote, yeah. Good advice from mentor Kirk. <laughs> um, yeah, and of course, uh, Charlie's few words to Spock after he quotes, very nice, Mr. Ears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's funny. Yes, I love that, I love that one. <laughs> oh, oh guys. Spock. Yeah. <laughs> Always get, his ears are always getting disrespected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite quote from the episode um, to everyone out there? Let us know. Yes, let us know. Drop a, a comment yeah. of the post We're that should be yeah, posting soon. Yeah. Definitely let us know. Yes. Mm. All right. So Roman, what did you think about this episode? What do you rate this episode? Yes. I actually personally I love this episode because um yeah, it's it's a great episode, greatly written by DC Fontana, actually. And definitely agree. Yeah, it's really up high up there in the rating for me. It's like mm -hmm. it's again like a nine out of ten, I think. Nine out of ten. I say eight and a half to nine for me. But yeah. This is there are many many good episodes and this is definitely yeah, one yeah. of them. Love this episode so much. <laughs> yeah, it's a great episode. It has some humor in it. I always love one episode. Definitely. Of some uh, good yeah. mentorship in so. it. Definitely appreciate that part. Right. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody, again, and tuning in to our new episode this week. And next time, we will review the second pilot episode where no man has gone before. Yes. Until <laughs> next time. We'll see Until you again. next time. See y'all. Bye. Bye.